welcome to the Hunter's Hub. Uh, we have an exciting night tonight, uh, post E3, where none of our predictions happened for anything. So we're not even going to mention that. But uh, <laughs> this is Fort One uh, talking to you guys, uh, joined by fellow co-host Haru. How you doing? Oh man, this was a moderately exciting E3. Hell yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, returning co-host Wrath of Gog. Hi. And returning guest, Naraki. Hello. Alrighty, guys. So, again, we have a lot to cover. Um, but overall, we're going to kind of skim over a lot of the stuff that we were excited about at E3. Um, I don't think that there's going to be some of these things not a lot to talk about, even though you may want to hear more because literally it was like, hey, here's a CG tra- trailer and this is a thing. Um, I mean, but we are going to start out with the... Monster Hunter content. I was gonna say a lot, but I feel lied to when I felt like there was just it was just more gameplay. I didn't feel like there was a lot of new information. <laughs> I mean, I think, if you I, look yeah, at it, I think the fact that we got to see the actual gameplay though for the first time and actually seeing what was different. I mean, even though it's gonna, it's still like a demo, so we can't see exactly. There how was a lot of stuff if, if, if you if you looked at the screens, like there was the new decorations, the new uh, the way mantles work, the way mantles work, the map. Right, the, but the new, um, the new small. They showed wolves. the actual hub, which was great. Yeah, my there was my a, biggest biggest thing is, and I said this in World, the biggest thing about Monster Hunter is the monsters, and we yeah, saw zero I, new monsters. I feel like I'm okay I feel with that like though because they, I feel like E3s. I feel like the trailers were what were their big E3 thing. I feel like they the, should the have left the trailer the demos. With Glavinos uh, at the end, they should have left that at E3, like finished E3 with that. Yeah, I think I agree with Neuron. Showed there. his face, and that would have been no, no, um, his face. The trailer, the trailer, trailer they, they could have released the, the, the story trailer, yeah. like without the the Glavinos at the end, and then oh, that the Glavinos tease, yeah, yeah and then yeah. left the tease for E3. Yeah, I feel like uh, so I think they just like a lot of companies are doing in recent years. It's just an expansion, so I think they just wanted to get ahead of E3, so they didn't get squashed by. Yeah, uh, that's what I think. Th- this is true. I think they wanted to show and I'm not saying this from a uh, of a standpoint of oh, you know, we need more monsters because we need. And they weren't know. even on the main stage either. It was a pretty small little venue that they were doing it for. I they mean, were just showing the, the actual gameplay. The, gameplay the, the, vo- the Volcano statue is pretty big. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, that was well, sick. What I'm trying to say. That was awesome. Um, about this is that they specifically said, "Wait for E3 for even more news." Wasn't a lot of news. Like <laughs> they did show the hub. They I mean, show okay. the actual game. We'd never seen the actual demo before. I mean, yeah, we saw a lot of gameplay, gameplay, but I don't consider gameplay to be exactly news. I, there was a yeah, lot of, of small info in interviews and in the gameplay, so I get what, what how you were feeling. And like, for me, anything new is is fair, but I I uh, I feel like they could have done a a new monster, or, or at least fully revealed Glavinos, because everyone knows yeah. this. Yeah, show Glavinos him. gameplay would have been nice. Just show yeah, him. I, Come on. I was satisfied because what they showed before, I just had assumed was what they were doing for E3. I didn't think they were going to do anything for Well, it. they specifically said, like, after that trailer, hey, wait for even more, like, a lot more. And they did get more. They didn't... I, did they say a lot more? Yes, they did. Okay, so we're <laughs> getting, that's what they always we're say. getting bogged down here. So, like, one of the things, first thing we saw, is they added uh, Anteca and these new monsters called Wolves to the uh, 
Horcrust Reach. Wolgs, yeah. And there's the Wolgs are going to be the uh, tail riders for this map, and we saw how this mechanic works out. It's very, yeah. it, it's even more convenient uh, than certain things in the world have already been. It's not Poster to... Hunter stories yet, but <laughs> yeah, so they're not no. like manual mounts. You can't control the direction, but you can like sharpen and take potions on the back of them. And, and you, you won't have those as soon as you start Iceborne. It's like the other uh, Palico, Palico equipment. Yeah, you have to, you have to find the, the tribe. You have to level up it. So when you start mm -hmm. it, you won't have it. So it's that thing. Oh, after I'm done grinding, it's to make it easy. So the next kind of grinding is easier for me, which I appreciate. Right. It, it's a, it's a, I, I think it's I... a stare for the grinding that makes the, the decoration or parts grinding easier by like you can go to the monster and while you go you take your 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 max potions the pills you sharpen that's that's really good for me okay yeah i liked the fact that it kind of makes protective polish a little more convenient because you're moving while you're doing it <laughs> yeah um, the, the, the fact that you so can like sharpen. for gunlance it'll be kind of nice because hmm. I won't have to think about the fact that I need to stop if I wanted to use protective polish. I might start putting it on builds again. Because I I would just go straight for razor sharp and then I'd sharpen oh. it once in a quest. Yeah, you're right. That's gonna be um, really like even if like limited time limit. Polish is gonna actually feel useful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And because and because the the dragon set's going to become useless as soon as Iceborne comes out, you won't have the infinite sharpness you have now. Well, not as soon as Iceborne. No, comes yeah, out. as, as soon as you come out, the, the bone great sword they showed like blows the, the wyvern ignition out of the water like it's 50% stronger <laughs> it's the yeah. worst to be, fair, to be fair those are demo weapons though so we have to look at that with a grain of salt but like I'm fine with switching out my greatsword for that greatsword and then using dragon set for a little bit just because of the convenient skills because I'm fine with being a glass cannon because I'm just used to that anyway yeah I guess in G rank um, it's not going to matter your armor you're just going to have to get new armor eventually so yeah that's, it's well, yeah, that's, low rank that's like all over again you're going to get your, your stuff pushed in, so it doesn't matter if you are going for defense or not. You're gonna have to just move up. Yeah. yeah. So uh, speaking perhaps, of, oh? I was gonna say, speaking about difficulty, uh, big surprise was the two-player difficulty. You stole my transition uh, for sure. Yes, that I did. So I did. Much. <laughs> I okay, love, I love that it so much. I just don't understand why there is like a one-player difficult, two-player difficult, and then three and four players are one thing. And why not um, make Sherpa sure, well, sure, uh, co-op? Play. That is actually very popular in Monster Hunter. Um, specifically, uh, so there was that whole push in the beginning of Monster Hunter World, the Adopt a Hunter program, that encouraged two-player play. So one hunter with um, a sort of like teacher hunter. No, 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 no. Um, I, I don't mean that. I, I'm saying, why not make four different difficulties for one, two, three, and four players instead of three different difficulties with one, two, you know and three, and four players? Done? Because that's one step less of programming and yada, yada. You know what I think they should have done? <laughs> I mean, uh, ju I ju it just hunter. seems weird to me. That's all. What I think they should have done is whoever the lead hunter is for the three person, they could have the lead person's palico with you if you wanted to. Yeah. I think that would balance it out even closer. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, if there's a fourth player and he goes away, you still don't need to have the palico. Mm -hmm. You don't. It can go away and not come back. Just like well, they go away dynamically. Down. I've I've done a lot of SOSs trying to finish. Uh, when I did 18 Air Gigante, um, <laughs> I actually. Uh, I actually finished yeah, it on SOS's. Ooh, you are um, brave, man. The other um, detail here that they shared was that actually, if 
if you SOS like we're trying to end your and like someone quits out or or you know gets frustrated, disconnects, whatever, uh, you actually won't be stuck on that higher difficulty. If, if actually two people, if you get down to two players, mm-hmm. it'll rescale yeah. back down to the easier version. Doesn't you doesn't get the back. doesn't really no, you won't get the Palicos ma- back, and it doesn't really matter for stuff like Behemoth and Cove if they make a a master rank version of those, which I suppose they are going to. But it is good for for SOS and stuff like that. Because I don't know about you guys, but I get connected a lot in SOSs. It's kind of weird. I don't really have issues with disconnects, but I don't know. Uh, do you? You play an Xbox, right? Yeah, it's more because I play in Brazil than Xbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably. But uh, no, I haven't. I haven't really had issues with disconnects. But um, I I was just gonna comment on the thing where I'm not sure if Behemoth will come back for Master Rank. I like. I'm genuinely not sure if they're gonna just bring back um, they could make king behemoth events. which is an even bigger and buffier dog <laughs> um, I mean they could I mean I'm more than fine with trying you know seeing extremeth again at a higher level because I do really like him I'm, I'm going to be so um, happy I don't know if people sh- soloing extremeth when Sam up uh, there master rank <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I yeah, mean, maybe. like, I don't, I think those monsters are just, like, gone, though, um, when they make a sequel to, uh, to World, like, the sixth monster hunter, but, um, I don't I mean, know Behemoth, why they're... Behemoth's not coming back for any other monster hunter title. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know where they're licensed, though, I don't know why it expire going into mastering, because that doesn't seem like the kind of thing a company would really I, 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 care I'm about. I'm not sure if it yeah. works like that, because I don't think the... The Rattlos stuff on Final Fantasy XIV is going away ever. I think it's permanent. Oh, true. So, eh, I don't know. I mean, Behemoth will be permanent. You can still play him in high rank. I mean, the, uh, Yoshi P, the producer from Final Fantasy and Sujimoto are friends, so I don't see why this should be a problem, but I don't think Behemoth's coming true. from the next Monster Hunter. But Rattlos is staying on fourteen. Oh, yeah, it won't come in the next Monster but it could be an Iceborne. I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, and the last, like, big detail, I'd say, is that the mantles of Master Rank, uh, they're gonna get slots. And it's not just, like, uh, a uniform amount, because the glider mantle, which is, you know, not very power-oriented, will have yeah. just, uh, two, uh, fourth-level slots, which are new. Which is another big thing. Which Whereas... we still don't know how they're going to work, if there are new skills, or if they're, like, you I mean, we might be seeing, um, what was it, the, uh... Ma- not Master's Edge? What was it in For You? The one that gave you attack up at large and handicraft? Oh, those like combo oh. skills? Some, yeah. Something Edge. I mean, uh, the, uh, yeah, it could I work. About. A lot of, like, the Horn Maestro skill, like, now has two levels. It only has one now and it has two in Iceborne. It could be that. If artillery goes up, it, I'll be so happy. It could be that, like, the first level of skills like that still is the old decoration and the new level is uh, level 4. Or it couldn't, could be just new skills, we still don't know, they didn't explain that. They also didn't explain if those skills are active when you have the mantles on, Actually, or just... It, it, it oh, deactivates unless you have the mantle on, so, which is actually really cool. Mantles oh, are already really? sort of like equivocal skills, like Rocksteady has a lot of like mm-hmm. earplugs, yada 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 yada. Um, yeah. So uh, it's interesting because it has a level of strategy, I think, where you can so have active skills... So they're only active the weaker... Uh, so they're I only mean, active when you have the mental on you, like you're wearing it, not on the Are you the sure it, it adds more strategy or just has more room to fit if in, the, more if attack the, If the critters. better mantles don't get <laughs> really good slots, 
I mean, if like temporal doesn't get any slots, the temporal plus doesn't get any slots. I'm fine with it. They, so, they could balance that way, like, I, so then I would have a reason to use like the weaker ones. Like I've never really needed to use glider mantle except for like once or twice because I wanted to go up the Coral Highlands section. Yeah. Well, the glider mantle is just fun. You know, if like... it's got two four slot sections and then there's rock steady with two one slots, I don't need. I'd rather get the glider mantle. I don't so know. I can go like crazy when I put it I on. Mean, I I stopped. I'm not really gonna ever use the rock steady anyway. I stopped using the vitality mantle when the temporal mantle came, but if the vitality mantle has better stuff. We don't know it. That's all min max stuff of like the best possible build anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Like the in the the big picture doesn't really matter unless for like people who are really min maxing it. It's but like if I could boost like peak performance or something when I had the vitality mantle on or something over if I was using another mantle, that would be really cool. It all depends on like on how big on how the decorations work and what slots the mantle have. Mm -hmm. The, uh, like, what I was thinking yet. in terms of strategy is, like, I'll foresight slash with the evasion mantle a lot, and that lets me play very aggressively, so I'm thinking, like, yes. I would put offensive skills into that mantle, uh, whereas if I put on a survivability mantle, I would put on maybe something more like earplugs or something that can help me get away from the monster if I'm in a tight spot. Put, put guts on the Rocksteady. <laughs> <laughs> which which put, skills Put Divine Blessing again? on the Rocksteady. That would be interesting. That would actually work really well. I guess. Because all the chip damage. Is Guts like... Um... Rocksteady and... Uh, yeah, that guts is a... It's a... It's the basic armor set skill and the... Bagel Luna weapons, but they can make it on a, on a skill like... They can make the the skills from the armor sets into decorations oh. like the... Because right. there are some you can't get outside of wearing the, the, the armor sets or the weapons. Like the Basil one, the Odogaron one. So they could make those into into decorations. No, no. Well, yeah, that 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 would be nice for survivability. Um, what I was thinking was like that one skill that raises your critical and attack when you go into a phase where you've taken enough mo damage, like potential or something like that. Heroic power. Heroic. And, yeah, latent power. You're right. Uh, and put that in the rock steady, so you can tank some more damage, and it'll boost you uh, to play aggressively while you're doing it. What's heroic? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure if you take latent power off, it won't stay active after you've activated it and it is removed. Like, if you had the equipment on, you got latent power activated, and then you took the armor off, it doesn't actually come back. It doesn't stay. Hmm. So sure. if you had it for Rocksteady by the time you set it up, because it takes 5 minutes or 200 damage, I think, something like that. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you put on the Rocksteady mantle and you take a bunch of, like, chip damage and you heal through it or something. Yeah, but Rocksteady really... The annoying thing about Rocksteady is it doesn't last really long enough. I think you could really use that I mean, well, the Mantos is going to be We don't upgraded. know. We don't have it. We can't really, you know, the, play it out. If the Mantos upgrade, the, the buffs... The Mantos last longer themselves, because they have been upgraded, so... No, oh, and also, based on the demo, Rocksteady only gets two level one, so you couldn't get latent power in there. The, the only problem the I have busting, no. with Rocksteady is there's not a matching mantle called Bebop. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No, dude, don't bring up Teen Titans. Or not Teen Titans. <laughs> don't bring up Ninja Turtles. Why not? <laughs> oh, Get out of here. Oh. <laughs> We're going to talk about old cartoony stuff. We're going to talk about the fact that uh, Battletoads is coming back. Oh, kill me. <laughs> it's back. That's all we need to say. Strike um. <laughs> me down. Good God. Oh, that um, got me so hard. Damn you, Fortnite. Okay. So, in summary, mantles now have gem slots. Cool. Yep. It's a thing. Um, Moving on. 
So the Horror Frost Reach, we got to see a lot more of it because of said gameplay that we got to see. Um, it looks the, cool. A lot of uh, uh, a lot of the environmental stuff is it was kind of interesting to see. Um, so in our notes here, we have like uh, the ice blight uh, coming from the collapsed snowfield. So the collapsed um, snowfield so like is the is the hazard you saw in that first gameplay trailer. Where everything yeah. is like rushing and rumbling is kind of hard to see. Yeah, basically, you can implode the wall and the whole thing like falls down into the uh, tunnels. It's, it's sort of like the Diablos or uh, hazard without a Diablos. Right, which yeah. makes it better because you don't need the Diablos to activate it. Yeah. Yeah, but you do all get ice blade, which is kind of a only if but maybe if you can oh, get out of it. No, I mean, if you if and you knock make the them, monster in yeah. and then slide down, you'll be fine. Yeah, if you just the monster falls in, you're fine. It's like it's the the Diablo trap and the waterfall trap, but with uh, with uh, danger in it, so it's not free damage like the the waterfall trap. I like that. That was one of the things that I really wanted to see because I wanted to see. When, I was just hoping that like when you're in higher ranks, maybe the uh, the things that you can do with environments, the turf wars, could all do you know a little bit more damage. There's a few turf wars that can do damage. There's a few you know environmentals that can do damage, but I did want to see more of a focus on making it a trade-off, or making it, you know, kind of dangerous to do. Because I think that's a really fun thing to do. Um, yeah. So besides the collapsed snowfield, there's something with the Horfrost Reach, where the design of it is they're reusing a lot of the environmental elements from other areas, of the right. Elder's Recess and all the crystal stuff, stuff especially, um, but they're yeah. reskinning it and making it sort of thematic. And it all sort of works, because like crystals, ice... Uh, yeah, I think so. Anyways, the the Legiana uh, vents are in the the Tigrex area, which is pretty cool. I liked the yeah, I liked the yeah I liked the steam geysers that were in. Um, it's a what? it's a fro- uh, yeah the a, steam geysers that are in the ice cave. It's a fro- and what I thought it's was a really frozen cool lake them. actually. If you look if um, you look there, there's frozen fish. <laughs> that's interesting. Um, but if you uh, if you look at it. Um, it, it acts a, dif- a bit differently from all the other geysers in the game because it'll just blow you up in the air without a, a glider mantle. And you can and use, like you can use cube quick items while in there, like uh, uh, yeah, what was... a might pill. You can use a might pill, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, so you So, that. what was really cool is that it blows you up no matter what you're using. Um, you don't need to have a glider mantle or anything. And yeah, it doesn't cause like a, a stun state like the, uh, the fire geysers in the Elder's Recess, what you can do. Is as Naraki said, you can take any you know short eating pills in the air, which is really really nice there. Um, and obviously you can do that in other spots too. But it was something that is just a really cool tip in that area that a lot of people. Do. I saw I saw gameplay where just ambiently, whenever you walk on it, if you have the glider mantle, it'll give you that little boost like in the Coral Highlands. But it'll periodically erupt with that larger geyser, and that's the effect they've added you now with Iceborne. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if yeah. I wonder if they will have changed uh, the Coral Highlands too. That'd be interesting. If they made a little edit to to the other. I, I kind of hope they do. Be, but if Glider Mantle becomes more useful, then that'd be cool. That it, it just kind of has a buff that way on its own. Like I like the fact that they've changed the Ice Mantle to actually have its uses with walking through deep snow. You know, getting rid of Ice Blade and I mean, getting rid of the cold. Where else would you use um, the Ice Mantle but to fight Legiana? And even then, I know. who cares about <laughs> Ice Blight? But when, well, Ice Blight kind of sucks, because uh, if you're using anything that runs out of stamina really quick and you just need to dodge, you're going to lose stamina. I mean, yeah, but um, it's just Legiana, so no one uses it. 
Okay, I'm talking about now, though. Like, I'm talking about what's so great about them buffing it. No, yeah, and, the, um, and the, what, what what pisses me off about the most is that the areas where you fight Legiana, I'll have, I'll have no berries. So it's... doesn't... it's a no okay. problem. It doesn't make much sense in terms of game design. So I'm glad. I... Uh, I just wanted to talk about the fact that the, uh, the kind of crappier mantles that haven't been useful at all have gotten new uses. Yeah, you know they're they're giving them a reason to be used, like uh, especially through the slots. That's just kind of a cool strate strategic thing that we can't really unpack yet because that's just really cool. But I can't think of anything off the top of my head that is like, oh, this is gonna be crazy useful because I don't even know what the four slots are. Um, right. But you know, all the mantles feel a little bit more even. And that's what I like. Because Thunder Mantle really wasn't useful like all the other ones. It was just the fact that Kieran really needed Thunder Mantle. <laughs> oh, no. he was use It was useful because of Kieran. Like, it was... Yeah. It was It required. was literally for Kieran. I mean, you <laughs> say that, but uh, Behemoth and Arctempered Kieran, that mantle really helped me. I don't know about you. Um, I, I never used it on Behemoth just because the lightning was really, really like uniform around his body, and I also always tanked, so... I, 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 I don't know how, step. but that lightning always got to me, so I had to choose the mantle. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, whatever works. Yeah. Right, but yeah, in the beginning, like, you know, before we got all the extra monsters and that kind of stuff, th that was in the game, and then it was just Kieran that you had to worry about. Um, some people... You know, when they were struggling with Toby Kadachi, would use the Thunder Mantle. Um, I remember that being a thing. But then most people sort of outgrew Toby Kadachi pretty quickly. So mm -hmm. it was just Kieran and Tempered Kieran, which Tempered Kieran was a thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Kieran was a thing before the crossovers. Right. You guys, Arch Tempered Kieran was our first Arch Tempered, I believe. Yep. Yeah, and also yeah. just like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> That was like the freak out. I remember um, doing that for the first time, and I did it solo because I did everything on PS4 solo for the most part. I think I did calls like once or twice with you guys. Um, but yeah, I remember doing Kieran, and I was like, "This is the exact same fight because yeah. all of its moves only changed if you're in multiplayer." <laughs> so I was like, "This sucks." I was just like, like I was using like a Gerodotus light bow gun, just shotgunning its face for if you know, if you if you if you, if you fought uh, Kieran. Tempered or arc tempered or whatever version without like the engine at bow, you went through so much more trouble than you needed. Cause the engine at bow is still destroys Kieran. Still the engine at bow, the, the basic yeah. one, it's so strong, it's ridiculous. The engine at bow is great. Uh, it just has so much raw and it, when you put power and you have all the like Anjanath has all the fire and it has all the raw, and you're like, oh no, because I'm a bow, I'm never going to be able to use max might. It doesn't matter. Right. So, um, um, before we get too bogged down in <clears throat> previous Monster Hunter stuff, we have a few more things to cover. <laughs> um, Sorry, there's no. a, uh, a buff lettuce. You'll have to, you'll have to explain this one. Part. Okay, so it's like this new <laughs> plant asset. And um, uh -huh. it explodes sort of like spore pods, but it doesn't. Yeah. Like, it's not like a stealth cloud. It's it gives you some it little your... icon on on your screen, and I couldn't like it was too small, and the resolution was too low, so I couldn't like see what that was. But it's I don't know. It's when one area and it gives you some. I don't know. Figure yeah. it out. Yeah, I remember seeing <laughs> those big green plants. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it, that's it, gonna be its name forever it's those, now. It's those green plants. Buff I lettuce. think it heals you. Not sure. I mean, it may just be a different 
it's like it may have just been like a reskin of like the normal little like bells. Oh, the like, vital is knock yeah. around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then um, something that I like because I use a peak performance build, the Hot Springs uh, regening <laughs> the HP uh, regen speed when you have red bar. Uh, just means when you're oh. injured and you you recover red bar uh, without healing items, that recovers faster. Fortuan, um, if I ever get PS Plus again, I'll make sure I play with you and I'll use Hunting Horn so I can give you the like super recovery up thing. I can put down the bubble for you to have two minutes of constant healing. You'll love that. Yeah, uh, I mean, I already have both skills, the red then and the... Then you're going to heal so fast. <laughs> uh, and the non-red. I think uh, if they're not at three, they're at two slot. Uh, I think I'd bump, mm. bumped them down both the two slot so I could uh, fit in some other things. But, um, yeah, that, <laughs> that's that's exciting. Like that hunting horn buff alone is, like, apparently better than Val's healing. So yeah. for, like, two minutes, it's just crazy good. No, yeah, I, I expect it would be because Val's healing is constant. Um, the, so, uh, the, there's little other, uh, environmental things, like, uh, there was a black crystal spray that was none of like the environmental like the uh, area. Yeah. Area, yeah, the crystals, yeah. Yeah. And then... Are those crystals or ice? Okay, so the actual graphic of it, uh, is that the, there's this seam thrown throughout the, the Horcrux Breach, but there's this black, like, mineral-looking, like, uh, things in rocks and in oh, ice yeah, walls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks like and oil. We, uh, sorry? It looks like oil, charcoal, something like that. Right. Hmm. Yeah, we don't know what it is, but like uh, like Narky's saying, the uh, Celiana, the new base, has like, sort of a theme of burning and like, combustion, so it could be like coal or like some sort of uh, fossil fuel. Hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, I, I wanna I wanna I wanna say something about that because they showed the animation for the the mini game even though the controller wasn't working properly, so the mini game took longer, and the handler it seems like she's helping, but actually she's just throwing uh, potatoes inside yams, yams inside oh. the the uh, furnace yeah, to cook them, because if it's not if <laughs> it doesn't have to do with eating she will not help you. I didn't notice that. Yeah. It's, yeah, she like picks the. Oh up, god! So I, when I realized that, it's I was great. like, "Are you serious, really?" <laughs> She's like I, I the best person. <laughs> oh god! Oh, it's practical. I can't Look, wait to see all the new practical. Handlers stuff. I enjoyed that part. That's gonna be amazing. Is she gonna ride a ride a Bonbro this time? I, I can't wait yeah. to see how she gets in trouble this time. So speaking of the handler, we did see in that last trailer that she fell off like one of these like. In one of the cutscenes, she's like about to fall off this uh, glacier as the edge of it is like uh, uh, crumbling away and falling into the, into the sea. Well, now let it happen. Now we have a grappling hook, so we can totally Spider-Man that chick. Oh yeah, like the just grab her. But yeah, this is actual. This, this is actually like something that happens in gameplay. Is if a monster <laughs> attack or like a bomb hits the edge of these like very precarious ice bridges, it'll like shudder and like rumble. And it'll like fall down like you're in a Mario game, and a yeah, block is falling fir- out from under you. On the first live stream that happened with Tsujimoto and the the other, I forgot the mm-hmm. name of the other uh, game director. <laughs> it was really funny. Kaname. Kaname, yeah, Kaname like fell down the 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 avalanche, and Tsujimoto stayed up there mm-hmm. fighting Tigrex. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love I love so much how Riozo just like 
if he gets any new moves for his hammer, he only uses those moves. Like, he loves Big Bang this whole time. And then he got this new spinny move that he gets off the full charge, and he was going crazy with that thing. It was so funny. He also didn't <laughs> care at all. He was just taking pictures. <laughs> I think I was fine with that. I think they... no, I'm fine too. I just never saw a dev give less of a of a fuck <laughs> about it. So All right, fun. yeah, he was he was trolling at the beginning of that stream. Mm -hmm. Just like, hey guys, look at like the fine detail of this new area. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Yuri, he was trying his best, and Yuri was trolling him so hard. Yeah, I'm gonna say Yuri was already nervous enough. <laughs> we spent, oh yeah, he he was super sweating. We spent, and then and then he played Gunlance, and it, it was. <laughs> we spent three weeks making this ice look slightly moist, as if it's melting. In spring. <laughs> you see how you can walk through snow? I've spent years <laughs> no, of my life on this franchise. Did you know? Oh, God. Did you? Did you know? Jeez. Oh, oh good build. Um, it's fun. I love you, Riozo. Don't hate me. So, what we got was a bunch, uh, in summary, a bunch of gameplay. We saw uh, a lot more about Horfrost, which is kind of cool. Um, but the big, you know. We got to see actual fighting with uh, Rattleband. Or. <laughs> I found it weird that they didn't put all the, like, Beotodos, Bamaro, and Tigrex. It, it was like Jagras. So no one fought Jagras. They had Jagras as one of the monsters in the demo. It was like, well, it's because uh -huh. it's for new people at the same time. So, like, someone who's literally never seen the game before is going to go, yeah, they're oh, trying to fight the really easy one. They're you still can, trying to get people you can to give a, You can give a games journalist great Jagras or a Pookie Pookie. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they were going die to it anyway. Just put the new monster. Um, I remember Shepard talking on stream about how there was one girl who at, was at the E3 and she wanted to fight Great Jagras and no one would fight it with her. Because <laughs> no one wanted to do that. So oh, him and so he and uh, uh, Lady Amatsu were from a stream and someone else, uh, I think there was a German guy that was playing with them. They all went into the... Uh, the forest with her, but then they they kind of paraded around, so they killed the Anjanath, and then they killed the Rathalos, <laughs> and then they timed out. <laughs> or, like, I think they might have gotten all three. They might have done a triple, I'm not sure. But they just, like, gave her a way more fun time than, you know, just going and pulverizing right. Right. Jagras in five seconds. Which is really cool. Uh, okay. I was I was excited to see if there was a Nargakuga there, but apparently there wasn't. Uh, what I did see, though... If there was, you bet people There might play. be something else. Might be something else in the uh, the ice area that was in the demo. Because uh, there has to be. They didn't. The they one, there was out. a cutoff. There was a cutoff in one of Shepard's videos where he had to cut something. Hmm. And right before it cuts, you can see an icon pop up on the game. Yeah. And it's like. It's probably Barry. It shows an icon that's negative three hundred and twenty-eight. What? And I don't know if it's. Tigrets glit. I, it could just be Tigrets glitching out, flying under the ground, and they had to cut it. No. Oh or it yeah, could be a new monster. I don't know. That kind of sounds like that because that's it a might be lot of diving elevation. Up from under the ground, which would be cool, but I think it's probably just the ancient forest. The Rathalos is nest. It's only like 150. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I, it, <clears throat> speaking of that, I I'm surprised they like uh, haven't shown the the apex for the Horfrost because. Tigrex roams, he appears everywhere. Nargakuga, we don't know if it roams or not. Probably appears on another well, map, besides the forest. So I'm guessing that they're going to make Barriot the apex of the reach. 
Well, they yeah. acted like Tigrex. They acted like Tigrex was the you know opposite of Odo in the Rotten Vale, mostly because like every every map was kind of getting its own little uh, new apex, you know. Yeah. Um, and the Ancient Forest had Narga facing off with Rathalos, Tigrex with Odogaron. I'm assuming Glavinus with Diablos, which I can't even imagine how that's going to go. It'll be really cool. Or probably Rathian again um, is going to pummel her again. <laughs> Yeah, he he'll probably have multiple turf wars. I wouldn't be surprised. By I that. mean, that wouldn't surprise me. He I mean, he can face off with her in the desert. That's where Diablos mm -hmm. and her face off. Um, mm -hmm. Very rarely seen. Oh, Diablos and Rath uh, Rathian's turf war is one of the coolest things. Yeah, I love um, that one. But just the ti about the Tiger gameplay, um, they had it in this like very ice cave area in the Corporast. Mm -hmm. And there's this great effect uh, where it's sort of like multi-layered. You can see through the ice because it's so clear. You can see under the ice, yep. And you can see like cracks in it like in 3D as you move around. And it's very pretty. the attention to detail, not only did they add like snow effects for all the monsters, uh, but as Tigrex is like skittering around and clawing across the ice, <laughs> they, sh they show like shreds of ice like shattering off. And I love I, I, I like the, the, like the marks that Tigrex leaves because he literally bites into the ice to drink because he doesn't drink <laughs> water. He chews ice because he... Yeah, he's like chewing the ice on the wall. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> like an idiot. It's one of his marks is just like his jaw ripping He just bites... <laughs> I mean, it's so interesting. I'm not going to drink water, I'm going to eat water. There's a stream it, like, five it, feet it, over there. Yeah, I just I just love watching how they do these newer games. Like, World has just had such a high level, like, these ecosystem details that they've been putting into it. And, like, everything has a reason, and it's just so funny. Like, of course, Tigrex, they have to show that Tigrex eats ice from the wall, because he's badass. Or stupid. Oh, there was one other detail I saw. He heats it up with his arms because he's got all his blood in there. Where, when Tigrex goes back to his nest in the Horfrost and he like uh, goes to sleep, he'll like extinguish uh, as like as in rage will like wear off as he sinks into the snow. Nice. Oh, cool. That's cool. I also noticed that his roar it does his roar does do damage, but only when he's doing the enrage roar. Um, like, he actually does the stand-up and roar I mean, at if them. every single horror he did deal out damage, I think it would be a little bit stupid. I think the original one did, no matter what. Actually. And that's a little bit stupid. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I just really want to see, um, Brute Tigrix come back as a subspecies. Oh yeah, that, that reminds me. I miss the animation, I miss the animation of Brute Tigrix's chest. Like shaking back and forth when he'd roar like crazy. His ribs breaking. Looked... Yes, his ribs break. I love that. It's insane. Uh, uh, speaking of that, I love I love the the Tigrex Palico armor and the the Bale Todos Palico Bale armor is literally the best. <laughs> the the, the <laughs> little is no is no board is so cute. My God. And they just gave him a legit like ski suit. <laughs> like a full body, the mittens. It's, be it's better than an another fish armor, so I'm glad they're having fun with that. I don't mind. <laughs> okay. Um. So, did anyone have any final notes on Monster Hunter? Mm, um, I wanted Glavinus. Watching... That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. been watching more footage of you know people that actually kind of knew what they were doing. So, uh, it was cool to see higher level play in general of Iceborne because this whole time before this had happened I was just thinking about all these things that they were adding with the slinger and I was just 
having trouble wrapping my head around what the gameplay oh, would yeah, look like. Oh yeah, actually, they're, they're... and they showed it. They showed it in you know the weapon videos, and it was just like I shoot a slinger and then I attack him, and I was like, it just feels really disjointed. But then you actually saw the gameplay where um, someone throws down a shock trap, you know, Tiger's kiss in the trap. Someone immediately clutches to his face, tenderizes the head, and then they clutch to the head again as he gets out of the shock trap. And they did the thing where they, you know, smacked his head, turned him towards the wall, and drove him into the wall. And then they started hitting his head where they made a weak spot. Mm-hmm. And it just felt so dynamic. Like, I like it a lot more than the mounting system. That, that, I'd be yeah. okay with the mounting system going away just because it feels so natural that, in this system. That reminds to me. smack their head and send them into a wall. That reminds so cool. me. The, uh, I was really curious how they were going to make the claw work. Like, did the monster have to be in a certain state? What was? It's basically the latch from the Switch X. If the monster is not stopped in, in a permanent form, it will shake you off and you will take damage. It's the, the same most as the precarious yeah. move in the entire game to pull off the zero sum discharge. Yeah, it's like it's the same. So unfortunately, it's way better than zero sum because zero sum still takes a lot of time. I mean, right. yeah, but if if you play Switch X, you know when it's safe or not safe to to use that. So you can also cancel it really quick. Yeah, so, but but I really liked how they make you can do it whenever you want. You're going to die, but you can. So I, I, yeah, I, 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 I like, like that. that. I also liked, because uh, it was after gameplay of the weapons I plan to play, and the the new insect glaive looks so cool. The fact that your insect can grab two extract at once is so strong. I liked the one that caused it to make more, like, to cause it to attack more frequently and make more essences. Because I think that would be the one that I would go for more. I mean, the fact um, it, it gets you two essences at once, that's all you need. Oh yeah, it's great. It's so strong. Um, it makes the weapon so much better already. Yeah, it's just little quality life improvements. It's just like a little special thing you get. Um, but what I what I saw was... Uh... Oh man, now I just forgot it. Well, we have Damn. a lot of oh. other stuff to cover, so <laughs> yeah. we'll probably just move on. Um, yeah, it's all good. So we're going to uh, touch on, uh, try to briefly, on some of the games that stood out to us. Um, starting with um, Halo Infinite. Um, personally, uh, I've only ever owned an Xbox to play Halo, um, <laughs> so I was big into Halo 2 and Halo 3, and then sort of dropped off after that uh, because Red Ring of Death. <laughs> oh, you didn't have a towel? Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm not into baking my system, thanks. No, um, I, I didn't do that either. Um, but... Uh, apparently, uh, as you were saying before, Naraki, there, this is like a spiritual reboot, um, to try to revitalize this once great series. So, um, I'm going to try to be concise, because, like, mm-hmm. they said it is still the same continuity. They're not, like, rebooting the series. Still is after Halo 5. Cortana, so a soft reboot, like Mortal Kombat 9. I mean, kind of, like, spoilers for anyone that hasn't played Halo 5. Don't bother. It's not that good, the story player is good anyway cortana goes evil she she does yeah. uh, every ai has a shelf life in the halo universe for the the human created ones like seven years and cortana has it's a lot older than that she broke up herself apart to save uh, john on halo 4 and then she tried to to bring herself back in five and she went crazy and then uh, infinite is like Three years, two or five years, I don't remember, I think it's five years after Halo 5. Yeah. A few details. Uh, the Master Chief has his old armor. 
it's not the the newest armor from four and five where it's like a, a suit like a skin tight suit with yeah. with plates on top of it so it's, it's literally the the old ass armor which looks really good it's it's kind of the funny like Spartan mark four yeah it's <laughs> like it's like the 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 mark two instead of the, okay. the the newer ones like the closest to halo 2 i think he still yeah. has the the chip where cortano used to be but it had something it, it was like it, it it was missing a weapons thing so he probably tried to get another ai and there there still are like almost at the end of halo 5 cortana made every single almost every single ai in the galaxy like uh, loyal to her the humans one the covenant ones the other aliens the the forerunner ones like very few are not with her the ai mm -hmm. on the infinity is not with her it's still loyal with the humans and they are on the zeta halo which one and with oh, man. i'm guessing they try to make us care about the infinity <laughs> it's just like I mean, corporal authority figure says <laughs> right anyway the i what i think they're trying to to do is like they went John and the Infinity, they are are going to the Halos to try and keep them away from Cortana, because the last thing they need is her to have access to the Halo array. It's like the literally the last thing they need, because oh okay, she can just activate and doesn't matter to her because she's not organic. So whatever. And when <laughs> right. they when they show the ring on the first trailer, it's intact, and when they show the ring now, it has been broken. But it's weird because something from the inside seems to have broken it because you can see on the animation at the end of the of the trailer like the ring breaking from the outwards. yeah bursting from the inside out but the ring is like holding itself together with the hard light of the forerunners so what i'm if they are trying to make a spiritual successor what i think is going to happen is you're going to play as master chief obviously and you're going to have the humans and the the other aliens that were part of the Covenant Free with you, because at the oh, end okay. of Halo Five, you end with with John meeting back with the Arbiter, and I really want to play the Arbiter again on Halo, because Halo Two is awesome. So right. I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like a coalition of the free humans with the the remnants of the the Covenant against Cortana, the her AIs, and the because there still are remnants of the original Covenant and. Because she literally controls Forerunner stuff, they're going to uh, like co uh, praise her as a god. Because oh, she controls the technology of her gods, so we obey so, her. So it's like so a lot of plausible everything things. becomes Skynet eventually, and in, in all <laughs> our stories. I mean, the, um, the, the just like Project Scarlet. It's funny because <laughs> Segway. <laughs> it's funny because like the. Every single AI goes crazy in the Halo universe. The ones created by the humans, the yeah. the and the Forerunners both go crazy. The only AIs that don't go literally crazy are the ones from the Covenant, because the Covenant are smart in that respect and don't give them their AIs like uh, free will. Not much power. They are they are yeah. they obey them. They are robots. They obey them, so they are they aren't free willed. But the the okay. human As a person, what? Who's like completely outside of like Halo? It is very interesting to hear, hear like the in-depth 
Halo lore just stacked on top of my brain right now. <laughs> it's, not, it's a lot of stuff. It's right. not that complicated. I, it's like just convoluted. It's just funny. Like I never even knew they were like AI. Like I never even thought about all that stuff. It's very yeah, yeah. It's I mean, funny. that's been in since the beginnings of Halo because of Cortana that and that kind of stuff. But um, uh, we'll uh, uh, have to. A good transition from there is actual well. Actually, Project I just Scarlet. wanted to say, like at the end of that trailer, actual trailer uh-huh. they showed at this year's E3. Um, they showed uh, Master Chief walking towards one of those Halo 1 sort of data centers with all the big holiday stuff. It's the control room where you activate the Halo. And it seemed sort of, it sounded sort of like from the voiceover, they were like hinting at uh, him teaming up with Cortana again, like in the early Halos. That's another thing, because Cortana is just a a copy of Halsey's brain, which is the, the, the woman that created the Spartans. So they mm. could make a new Cortana, which would be kind of... Oh, don't do that. Cortana yeah, I like, Cortana. you You can't bring her back. She's a, she's a psycho murderer now, you, you don't bring her back. I think that's just like... Because she, she has used that phrase a lot since Halo 2. She uses that phrase a lot, and they use that phrase a lot to, to, to bring impact to trailers. They used it in Halo 2 when he blows up the bomb, when he leaves her with the grave mind. When they are yeah. go, they are into like uh, space in, in the end of three. So I think that's just for effect. Some of the I weird, don't think... uh, like psychic interference cutscenes in Halo Three. But yeah. you know, I would really like it if they brought her back to like, uh, like a character NPC ally, and did that like the banter they had in the early games because the writing in Halo Trilogy is actually pretty good in terms of dialogue. Yeah. I don't think they're going to bring her back. To like the uh, good side, and you have a lot of other AIs that that can do that. You have the Roland from the Infinity. You have any of the of the guilty spark like monitors, because at the end of five you have an, an, another monitor that it's like it's a it's a good guy, so you can have another monitor just go with you and, and banter with you. And I really miss well, guilty spark. Not, but I mean, she's the most developed character, and right, they could write some. Like TV writing, like no, she's better uh, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't it's... think so, man. She 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 has gone crazy. If they walk back on that, it's going to be really stupid. Yeah, um, well, they're gonna have to walk back on a lot. Um, so the next, so from actually, yeah. we just have, we've talked about it a lot. Actually, it's so... one final thing because uh, at the end of Halo Five. Cortana, like, literally, word by word verbatim, repeats the the speech of the Dyke deck on Halo 4. The same mm. stuff about the mantle and all that. So we can see okay. the Dyke come back. Because they haven't officially killed him. He just disappeared. He can have gone into the mantle, which is the same place the, the librarian has gone and the place that Cortana may be in. So they may bring the... so many words that you just said. Not the mantle is like a concept, <laughs> but anyway. It's a yeah. physical um, concept, but not physical... Speaking of concepts... Project Scarlet. <laughs> yeah! Um, sorry, we do have to move on. No, um, it's fine. I, I, I have a really quick thing that I wanted to say about Project Scarlet, which is what I noticed about how they showed it, which is that they didn't. They no. were, like, talking about it. And they yeah, did exactly what a... PlayStation did with theirs. They were like, you can write about it, and they can talk about it. That's... And they did that, except they said it. I mean, they didn't <laughs> yeah. show in the stage, but they had on on ground for people to use it. Right. I I did I did like the, the fact that they were like, 
we're doing FPS you've never seen before. 120. Yeah, that, like, that, I've seen that before. That, that was a weird. <laughs> just not on a console. Just, yeah. That was a weird uh, editing thing. Like you really didn't think through when you edit that clip together, did you? Yeah, I don't know why they would say it. I don't know. Well, they I mean, most to blow people away, but then they immediately said it. To most people spoiler. are console gamers. Most like people PC don't games. own powerful FPCs, even a PC gamer. That's true too. On games like that's right. why you just play on Stadia, guys. It's uh, the cool thing even, to do. No. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have especially one especially with all the latency, because you know most people don't have good internet when Time Warner is just gonna you know berate you. So you know, what, the okay, point of this much. is Microsoft did not say much about Halo Infinite or Pro Project Scarlet. They just said, you know, SD or Here SSD, it is, it exists, yeah. better SSD. loading times, we don't or like loading. 8K. 8K, 8K well, ray so tracing, yada yada. Too many Ks, man. <laughs> I, have, I have the same comment I've had about every new Xbox since the 360 and every new PlayStation since the PS2. It's just more power, and it doesn't yeah. interest me. Like, yeah, cool, we can get better graphics. I only better care because I get a new Monster Hunter. And right. I mean, like, yeah, it enables more games, but honestly, it's just kind of boring to have just the next upgrade. Like, eh. or in Project like, Scarlet, whatever it is, Sony's IP. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, they're not gonna get Bloodborne too. PlayStation Five might. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bloodborne um, belongs. To speaking Sony about the same way Dark Souls belongs to Nank through Bandai. So speaking of right, new IP, yeah. jumping over well, to Bethesda's Bloodborne, actually, uh, real quick the, before before we go to that, uh, there's a difference I, I want to clarify about Stadia in the the X Cloud thing. Stadia mm. is from Google. Google has about yeah. 46 projects that they did like through a mountain of money and abandoned. Stadia mm -hmm. will be the same. I'm warning you all. Well, we already had a discussion on Stadia no, yeah, a couple uh, months ago. I'm going to move. And yeah. Google, Google is going to have like all of those games that you're going to buy, and then you won't have them anymore. xCloud, you will buy the games, and you will still have them on your console. And you can use your console as the data center to stream the game to another TV, computer, or phone in your house. You don't need a Google data center for that. So those are yeah, two yeah. positive, three positives. It's not going away, because Google will cancel Stadia real soon. You still have your games, and you can use your own Xbox to stream to other devices on your house. It's like okay. I have a friend who is farming right. AI um, fights. Guys, I have to cut water. this like off oh, now. Yeah. We Sorry. have like six games to get through in like maybe yeah. ten minutes. So, so the game I wanted to talk about was uh, Bethesda's conference. Uh, the game director Fallout Seven Six. No, no Fallout. <laughs> Let's just get it down. Uh, the <laughs> dying light. No, not dying light. Uh, Day... Ghostwire Tokyo. No, nope. the last IP <laughs> they did. The Ooh. one with Shinji Mikami. Evil Within. Yeah. Yep, horror no, game Ghost... generic title. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Okay. That's so the they one. did two of it's those, on. and instead of making a third, at least right now, they're making Ghostwire Tokyo, which is this sur not survival horror game. But it's a very survival horror looking like game. They released a cinematic yeah. trailer for. And while it is Shinji Mikami's studio, it's Shinji Mikami's protege. While Shinji you know, Mikami is probably working on Evil Within 3. It's funny to me that people call it being Thanos when it's actually more like the Rapture. True. <laughs> I mean, my. Yeah, they just people, showed in the trailer just, like people falling out of their clothes. 
or people being yeah, well they're they're not like just like immediate either whatever those creatures are are doing it you can actually see yeah. it in the background the um, real question was who was driving the bus nobody it was just driving along and no one was in it probably the same nobody. guy who drove the bus in Harry Potter <laughs> I wouldn't actually know that um. yeah they were very like death death or uh dementory these uh but they were like in suits, these but creepy they were in suits. <laughs> devil. Uh, man, there was a lot of imagery in that yeah. trailer. There was really it's, cool. It's always noodles. fun when when Japanese developers mix Japanese horror stuff with Western horror stuff, and you get some yeah. weird stuff. It's very, I like the art have, style that they, they were going through. It's they don't have to mix it in with Western stuff. It's already weird when it's Japanese stuff. Like, yeah, but but it, they are stretchy neck ghosts with teeth. Like it's just all kinds of crazy. They they mixed it mm. like it. They don't. It's not like they want to mix it. It's a mixture that happens anyway, and I think it's cool because they're working with Western developers. That stuff happens, and I'm curious to see liked, what happens when with this game. I liked seeing a game that was supposed to be you know Japanese oriented. It had like you know some ninja cool stuff, and it was like a present or maybe even futuristic kind of Tokyo. Yeah. Which was a, a breath of fresh air with all of like just the kind of busyness of all these games coming out that were like you know samurai oriented and stuff like that it's kind of cool. well, I mean it's it's a fad right I mean yeah. we we have we had for a while the modern warfare fad you know there's mm-hmm. there's there's always like or the world war 2 you know shooter game fad like yep. there's there's an aesthetic that a lot of developers piggyback on because it's popular and yeah. Sekiro it was funny that everyone just kind of jumped on Japan at once. So anyway, the I mean, only Japan's gameplay elements popular. we really saw in this trailer was the same, a presumptive protagonist who looked very much like Hawkeye in the Avengers, and with like some yeah. weird sort of radiation suit on. He was firing oh, an arrow, yeah. a glowing arrow, to save some lady uh, from re- this really hope, really ghost panther what? creature. And just quickly, the second thing was that uh, he activated something on his body, and he released like a like a pulse, like an orange glowy magic thing. Yeah, reminds me of Godzilla. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And on to the next thing, because speaking of Godzilla, Viking lore, Norse gods, Uh, Elden Elden Ring. I, I was I was saying this earlier. The only reason why I'm interested in Elden Ring is I I have regained faith in From Software uh, after playing Sekiro and enjoying it. I mean, so, you you are you re-gain. are a really strange person because you don't like Dark Souls, but you like Demon Souls and and well, yeah, because they're actually different. No, I mean you they, you you're you're yeah, I, the I balance the, the balance for your taste is so weird to me on on this the scales. It's anyway. I, 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 like I just didn't go uh, from soft stuff. For anyone who so doesn't I... know, he doesn't like Bloodborne. That's why it's kind of weird to everyone else. We can move on. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. Um, but yeah, Elden Ring looks interesting. It's yep. Norse God stuff, which is cool. I guess, um, from for... what I heard, you're actually uh, going to different kingdoms with like different aesthetics Ooh, and that kind of thing. I like that. Yeah, so, it's basically um, Mega I just saw Man. a video on this today where they're talking about going to different kingdoms and basically assassinating their leaders and taking their power is sort of the idea. So awesome. it's like... Mega Man? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Mega Man... Yes, is, it's Mega Man. You're going is, to kill the boss and to get his that, power. <laughs> no, no, no. That's uh, that's extremely simplifying the well, task. Well, yeah, that but that was like... Mega that, Man, you're not joke, going through a whole kingdom. 
<laughs> You're going through a stage I'm, I'm and you simpli- get to a I'm boss. I'm simplifying for, for I get it. I get what you meant. I get yeah. what you it's going to be a Mega Man on a medieval world with magic and all that. And for George R. R. Martin's sake, I really hope the writing is good. Because he still has books to finish. That, that bastard. <laughs> He's he doesn't care about Gee, I wonder if a character might die in the game made by From Software and George R. R. Martin. Yeah, no oh, doubt. Gosh. So uh, I wonder if the game him. is going to be depressing as all hell, considering who is writing it. Your protagonist character is gonna die in two in like two hours, and then you're gonna play another character. <laughs> the cutscene alone, your character is going to die ten times. That's not unusual. It's <laughs> happened before. Um, so uh, moving on, because again, we have short time. Uh, the game that I was super excited about was Doom Eternal. Um, I watched the whole Bethesda stream just to watch Doom. I literally cared about nothing else. Oh, that's um, so sad. And, and they did it at the end. Player and it was PCs. Like, anyway. I was just like, no! Well, just like, I don't care. Now, I was slightly interested in Commander Keen, because that's Doom adjacent. But that's um, a mobile game full of microtransactions. I don't. I mean, it's fine. Like, I play some things on my phone occasionally. So, like, the... Doom Eternal, um, I'm super excited. They made it more arcadey, which is actually kind of cool. Um, that's something that I actually enjoy. Um, one of the big things is I, I, I play a lot of FPSs, and I, I don't talk about that too much, but for a long time I was really into Call of Duty, um, and I got into Battlefield, and people were like, well, Battlefield's more realistic, and it's like, that's actually why I hate Battlefield, because <laughs> it's <laughs> you more do, realistic. You do know you can get out of a jet, no scope a guy in another jet, and go back into the jet, the, right? mechanics the mechanics the aesthetics so so in call of duty you're not going to have a situation where you're playing in a desert and a wind comes across and you suddenly can't yeah. see anything and only the people with heat heat scopes can see each other yeah call of duty is definitely a bit more arcadey where you can right. just kind of jump in and play battlefield feels like you really have to kind of think about what you're doing i have right. one question and, uh, i feel like uh, for you about fortune like for, uh, for yeah. you about fortune uh, for, for, for you, Fortuan, about Doom, uh, how many of these new demons we're seeing uh, were new that we hadn't seen any of the trailers? Oh, goodness gracious. So, it's like five or six. Um, so there was the new winged ones. Um, they look like kind of a trash enemy, um, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> there's Axe Boy. Speaking of new demons, there's, there's well, a- Axe Boy is, is significant. They've talked about Axe Boy previously. He's actually... Um, the equivalent of so if you think of the Doom Slayer as a dude like from you know X side of the war oh. so he's the he's the antithesis on Hell's army. Gotcha, that's so, sick. So oh. he's supposed to be like your arch nemesis, like he's the Human Slayer, right? Basically, um, sick. so he's supposed to be. That's why it's so dramatic uh, when you know the backstory of it because they, they mm-hmm. talked about it a little bit beforehand. Um, and they also showed the. Cyber Demon, the original. Uh, the redesign of a Cyber Demon back to the original style. Um, yeah. yeah, the Doom's 2016 Cyber Demon was really weird looking. Technically, the redesign. I have, yeah. three, yeah. I have three things to say about Doom. I really like now that the Doom guy has his biceps out of the armor. Just cause. I like that you can see Doom Guy's face, and it actually looks like the little sprite that used to be Doom Guy. It's oh, so dude. funny. The yeah. big eyebrows, dude. I really, yeah. I really, really it's so like funny. the. The cover art for the game—it's so gorgeous, it's insane. The, the normal and the deluxe version are awesome. Like so, and yeah, it. Uh, what's the? It's what pretty good looking. One? Got it. What do you mean third one? I had another one anyway. There's Doom one, two, three, uh, and then there's the unofficial 
Final Dooms, and then there was 2016. Um, but uh, the the new stuff uh, that's really exciting is, you know, we haven't specifically. Uh, it's known that you know to a lot of Doom fans that the the story of Doom was essentially scrapped and thrown out the window. Uh, it was called uh, Doom something, Doom World, oh, or yeah, something like. There was actually I, supposed I, to be. I remember that uh, part one. You think they're going to have John Romero's head on a spike on this one? No, that was just a joke. Uh, because you know it was a joke on John Romero for Doom Two, <laughs> like I no, mean, he's not involved anymore, so they're not going to do that. Aww. Neither is Carmack. So the um, uh, scrap story. So they used to have it was called the Doom World or the Doom Book or the Book of Doom, Doom Bible? or something like that. The, yeah, the Doom <laughs> Bible. There you go. And it actually was like a giant history and lore, kind of like what Diablo is. Like it had a giant history and lore, but no story. Um, that got scrapped in the original Dooms to focus more on gameplay. So instead of ha- you was going to have four protagonists that you played through different chapters and all this crazy stuff. They're kind of going back to that sort of story aspect of the games, which is kind of unheard of for Doom. But uh, it's interesting to see, like, we've always, uh, we've always known you're going to hell, you're fighting demons, and it's always yeah. been that. To bring heaven into the mix is a huge oh, so change cool. and so a huge, cool. like, uh, oh, that explains uh, opening that. up of the world. Um, yeah, and it explains the opening dialogues of, like, well, you don't know what you're getting into. You've brought us into it now. I'm like, oh, okay. Actually, so now you're just that, fighting that, everybody. That explains which yeah. is the, the... It's like turn God of War at this point. That explains well, the, it's more, funny be- the more angelic-looking demons on the cover art of the Deluxe Edition. Because I was like, they, right. they looked a little bit... They too, are angels. Yeah, they, they looked they a little are bit angels. too holy. And I, I got a yeah. real vibe from the Phyrexians. For those yeah. who play Magic, the, the on New Phyrexia, we had Phyrexians for each color of mana, and those are really similar to the Phyrexians of white mana. I got the real yeah. vibe from from that. I was like, ooh, I like so, that. Um, so, basically, it's like this huge, like huge change of like, you know, the whole mentality of Doom, which is kind of funny because it lines up with one of my other favorite series, Diablo. You were fighting both heaven and hell. And like, <laughs> like it's like okay. So a lot of my interests, uh, uh, I've kind of you know bottled up here. Um, but um, yeah, like that that was my biggest thing. Uh, there's the battle mode, which is asymmetric gameplay. This has been tried before. Um, it hasn't done well, especially in games like Evolve and that kind of stuff. I mean, Evolve had a lot more problems. Sort of, well, they sort of shot themselves in the foot more so from the marketing standpoint. Yeah. Um, but, um, this was assumed to be in the normal gameplay, gameplay, the last trailer we saw, because they just dropped it at the end of the trailer. Like, Hey, two dudes came in during the story. It sounds like that's an entirely different mode because it made it sound like, uh, dark souls esque invaders. Yeah. It was literally like you're fighting other slayers. Right. So they, it looks like now that's just a specific battle mode and they were just teasing it in that trailer. Um, but yeah, so that's that's it for Doom. Um, Demons are from Mars. Angels are from Venus. I liked the end of the commercial. It's kind of sexist, Haru. I was waiting on that joke so long. <laughs> yeah. nice. I, I, I congratulate I you on waiting. That's a good one. I liked the, uh, I liked uh, the end of the commercial where they said... 
you know, they were showing the rounds, and it, when it said final round fight, I was oh. immediately like, Mortal Kombat? <laughs> oh, dude. But then I was like, oh, it's not him. No, no, no. <laughs> if you watch Maximilian Dude's video of his live stream reaction to it. Did he freak out he, about it, too? He freaked out about it. He went back and yeah, actually... Yeah, that, that makes me happy. That well, just, I, it does I, sound I like the that, uh, Shao Kahn announcer, the original Shao Kahn. <laughs> and what... If you go back to the beginning of the Bethesda live stream, there are two women dressed up in Mortal Kombat costumes, which are not no in way. any. Yeah, there's one dressed up as Katana and there's one dressed up as Scorpion. I mean, and I, I can stop. I, 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 Don't I, do serious. This to me. I can take. I so can take solace in the fact that Doom Guy is either going to appear on Mortal Kombat or Smash. Oh right. my god, Doom Guy in Mortal Kombat would be amazing. So the big theory was that Ash from the Evil Dead was going to be in uh, Mortal Kombat because the tease... the chainsaw! The tease the chainsaw, now Max has flipped oh and said that's god. probably the Doom Slayer I based mean, on the hints but, we just got. Uh, no. Bruce Campbell is still tweeted about Mortal Kombat, which is the weird it part. Is also oh known th- it is also known that Bruce Campbell is a troll, too. Fair. So that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. So who knows? Oh, anyway, it, awesome. I mean, they, uh, Mortal Kombat is already going. We gotta move on. Mortal Kombat already has spawn, so spawn and Doom guy is a good combo. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So, so we uh, have okay. a couple more games go, to hit go, on go. before we have to yeah, go. Yeah, we gotta go. My mind's broken. Uh. uh <laughs> so Final, Final Fantasy VIII remastered. Finally. Finally. Fine. When they were in, so back way when they were like, oh, you know, Switch is getting all these awesome remaster games. They're like Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy. Oh, they VII, announced this already. Final Fantasy X, and then they were like, yeah, Final Fantasy VI, and then they didn't say eight, and I was really sad. <laughs> I think I was the only oh. person in the world that was really sad. I don't know. I like Final Fantasy VIII. Squall is cool. Yeah. Okay. His sword. Be his, honest. His sword is stupid, they, but Squall is cool. <laughs> I got into Final Fantasy with seven. I loved Tactics, and then I played 8, and I was done with Final Fantasy forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, 8 is like, 8 is super-duper split, man. People either loved it, or they hated it. Uh, um, uh, and the yeah. thing about 8 is the combat is super weird. Yeah. Combat's super weird, it's like, yeah, it's like teen emo, like at the school. Oh, um, but dude, I kid you not, biggest... It was I was in middle school when 8 came out. And my friend, uh, his name was Mike. He had um, the, the main dude's hair, same color. Squall did it in, yeah, Squall did it in his hairstyle and everything. Oh. And he he wore oh. like the the the. That's pookie, how you ruin the game for someone. Like he wore his freaking jacket all the time in middle school. Wow. And I was just like, what, whatever, dude. You're just weird. <laughs> like. <laughs> I now hate this game. <laughs> but right. yeah, so the big thing that people kind of had issues with the combat is kind of weird. I mean, the combat usually is all over the place. Oh, they, they changed up the magic so yeah. much, but they do that with yeah. every iteration. Um, but one of the other things that I think people always, you know, got confused with is, like, the story sucks because all of a sudden he's just, like, happy with the girl. And everyone's like, what? And it's because no one plays and uses the girl, but if you use the girl, you see more between them. Also, yeah. um, uh, so, like, they just kind of ruined there, it there, there's another, But the biggest thing... Another thing, Final Fantasy VII, VIII, and all the other ones, uh, translation to English on that... On at that time, wasn't the greatest. Yeah. So a lot of stuff got lost in translation. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the biggest thing, and I, like this is always the reason that it's always been so good to me, is uh, I think its soundtrack is above and beyond the best of all the Final Fantasies. I love the soundtrack of it. It is, it, it is amazing. 
I I never gave it the time of the day to to argue that. So. No, no, you can because so Final because Square Enix released every single music they ever had on on all streaming so services. Good. It's on Spotify, and it makes me so happy. I mean, I it's just so go good. to OC Remix. Literally, that's what I listen to is OC Remix. Mm. So, damn, so, uh, that game's great, but like, yep, <laughs> it's old. On. Gears of War Five, right? Gears Four um, Five. I have literally nothing to say about Gears 5. I have played none of the Gears. I don't care about Gears. got some in-depth lore going on that I don't care about. <laughs> and I didn't even know Gears 5 was a thing until it was on this list that we are talking about. They showed a trailer for that last year. Just saying. There's a lot of weird faces coming out of someone's face. Anyway, I, I played every single... Was holding a phone. I played every single Gears except for except four because I didn't have the time. It's a good series. They played really safe with four. There are cool things like it's it does that cool thing where you you spend a lot of time with the with the old guard on the on the first games like on Gears One, Two, and Three, and the spin-off. You played a lot of Marcus Phoenix, Dom, and all all of them. And then on the on the new one, you play with the next generation. You play with their kids, which is really cool. You play as Marcus's son, and they hate each other, which is a fun dynamic. It has stuff like that, which is cool. The story is pretty safe. And they said they're yeah. going to, to, to like to to not play safe this time around. And from okay. how weird the trailers have been, I, I trust that. It seems so, the, yeah. the, the gameplay of Gears is always it's always good. It's not yeah, on the hands I of, of, the Clint, of I mean, Cliff B anymore, so that makes me happy. It's not the hand, uh, hands like of Epic anymore. So the gameplay. <laughs> I think one of the uh, like the, the developers said. Um, with Gears 4, we are under trust, and with this one, we're going to try and take it in yeah. a new direction. Yeah, that's it, because with 4, they, they took it away from Epic, they made a new studio just for it, so like, when right, you do yeah. that, you kind of play it safe, anyway. Yeah, they had to. They had to make sure people still wanted yeah, it, Gears it, games. And the, uh, the, I didn't play the campaign of 4, but I played the, the hard mode on a friend's house. The hard mode is always fun. Uh, uh, right. Gears hard the mode. The game was kind of um. dumb. But the end of the game of most, end of the game of most games. You have a chainsaw on a on a on a gun for. I know it's a mech, and that's cool. But like, I always, I I don't know. I've always been bugged by like Kingdom Hearts and other games where the end of the game is just like way different from everything else. You're like, this is kind of weird. There is a there is yeah. a, a psychedelic trip with Coltrane on Gears 3, where he imagines back when he was a football player and he's carrying a football through a field, but actually it's a bomb and he's just punching locusts in the face. <laughs> That's Gears of War. I don't care if it's yeah. weird. <laughs> you know, I have Gears to say... Gears of War is a lot of... It's like you're playing um, Expendables. It's all these big muscly men with guns yeah. and crazy shit. The women, are not far, like... the women are not far behind, trust me. They they, they do some... <laughs> yeah, I know. It's true. The um, the new Gears, like continuity, I guess. Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's been more attractive to me, like, narrative-wise. Uh, mm -hmm. And like having Laura Bailey as your main character is—I mean—you're gonna get a good performance out of that one. Um, it's always a plus. It, it, it's a lot of Bailey. The old Gears games were sort of like, Ugh, "I'm bleeding and this worm is eating me," and I was, like, "Oh yeah. man, I'm suffering in war." And I was like, "Okay." It's a game this by like Cliffy B. What do you game. expect? Sounds like Dark Souls. Oh, I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, but with a lot more testosterone. That's why I don't like that series. <laughs> Hey, Dark Souls got some sick lore, regardless of how you feel about it. Like Bloodborne's Eldritch Horror. And yeah, tell me, just right. read the health potion description. I can't, I can't description. talk about it anymore, though. You'll get some yeah. sick deets. 
Well, you know what? Hey. We'll make that an episode one day. We'll we'll fight about that, but we have to move delve on. into blood, dude. If we delve into Bloodborne lore, I'd be here for like an hour. I'm not talking more. about the lore, just talking about the series in general, mm. the, that kind of stuff. Um, Let's talk about the Monster Hunter lore. That's um, like even debatable by the the devs. Yeah, really. <laughs> and it would be over in five minutes, but uh, yeah, just forgot uh, about the cool lore. Stuff in an art book that isn't canon, anyway. Right. Um. So, uh. Sorry to cut it off again, but we have yep. one last thing to mention, and then like we have to go. And it, I'm just going to list some of the things out of it. We can't discuss too much of it's it. Fine. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, love the Luigi, Luigi's Mansion series. I didn't get to play Dark Moon. Well, I did, but I had a 3DS, and I hate that thing as much as I freaking hate um, Dark Souls. Driving Bloodborne. Seven hours a day. So, okay. um, vacuum, uh, vacuum slam. So you get like you got a lot more moves to sort of get ghosts, and they sort of showed you doing stuff like hitting stuff with plungers, pulling it off. There's a lot more dynamics to what the original. Uh, you're you're had. not just stuck I, holding yeah. this the vacuum button while you're yeah, sucking in a ghost. You can actually slam them to actual act- actively, uh, you know, yeah, damage I, them. You're yeah, basically not like playing a cell phone spot. fishing game anymore. You're actually <laughs> fighting. What's your what? What are your feelings on? Yeah, it feels dynamic. Part one. What are your feelings on Guigi? What What do you mean by Guigi? Oh, the second character who's oh, just like Oh, Guigi. Yeah. No. Oh. Okay. Hey. Not uh, Green Eggy. It's Guigi. Because it's made of. They added Gu-Igi. that in the yeah. uh, remake of I... the, of the Luigi's Mansion One for 3DS. I, I will say this. My brother and I watched the Direct together afterwards because we were working when the Direct uh, went aired. So when we watched it afterwards, we, we saw Guigi and we looked at each other and we said, all right, we can co-op it together. And it was about it. <laughs> right. Like that, that seems like an interesting mechanic for co-op. I, I love yeah. anything that encourages co-op. It's and, the character puzzles and stuff. Oh, yeah. and literally one thing, just one sentence, and we can end it. Yep. Banjo Kazooie is a thing. Damn it, Spear stole it. It's kind of cool, but it looks kind of weird. It's the old Banjo. Uh, it's not the not, like... it's not the redesign from Microsoft. It's the old rare no, version. It's it's amazing. I uh, don't care about the Dragon Quest character. I care yeah. about Banjo. Um, um, all right. But just one other thing about Guigi is it's actually kind of mm-hmm. cool that they're going to design puzzles around it, like they said. Yes, like the uh, water and stuff. Because obviously mm-hmm. Luigi's Mansion GameCube, the remake wasn't designed for co-op. Uh, so you might get some fun stuff where you're going to have to be in two places at once. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we'll wrap it up there, guys. Uh, sorry it's a little bit of a frantic and weird episode. Uh, but yeah. hey, that's kind of us at times. So that's a treat for you. So this is Uh, you can find me at Hunter's Hub Pod. Um, you'll probably see me posting some ecology soon. I'm working pretty hard on orcs. Um, because that got deleted somehow, and now I'm responsible for redoing it. So, uh, I'll be working on that. So, uh, that's it for me, and I'll see you guys next quest. And on that quest, where will you be, Haru? I'm at a Canestead Grant on Twitter. Follow me for the hottest takes on the hottest games of 2019. <laughs> nice. Jesus. <laughs> Alright, Rathagog. Uh... I'll just keep saying my dead Twitch because more people went there for some reason. Um, <laughs> so yeah, my dead Twitch, the Wrath of Gog. That, uh-huh. That's how you spell it. Um, I will probably be streaming at like the beginning of August. That's like an honest thing. So if Real you talk. guys want to follow it and wait that long, and you were like, oh, he's streaming. I mean, that's cool. I made a stink about no one going to my Twitch, and I've promoted it at times, especially to the playthrough I'm doing with my brother recently, <laughs> and I can't stream. Like, I don't have the bandwidth. It just dies. 
So huh. never mind. Know. Don't go to my Twitch because I won't be doing anything with it till I move out. <laughs> well, now now I gotta now I gotta start actually streaming though. Don't uh, say that. Uh, so I gotta start stealing your your watchers, your viewers. Go ahead, <laughs> um, Naraki. Where will you be? I will be on Twitter, where I will be reposting NASA art from Pokemon Sword and Shield 24 hours a day, because <laughs> there has been so much art of NASA and Sonya, it's unreal. It's probably the only good uh, thing that will I come out of Pokemon Sword and Shield. I did see some of that on your feed. I did see some of that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I also I also share a lot of not safe work stuff, so people beware. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, that's it for us, guys, and we'll see you next time. Later. Later. Yeah, see ya.